Hello? Um, Erica. Erica. All right, I got you. God bless you. I can hear you. I can hear you. How are you today? How are you doing today, Mama? I'm good. What about you? Mama, all is well. All is well. All is well. Well, Mama, okay. 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 All right, greetings in the name of Jesus. We thank you for tapping in on tonight to ELL prophetic shift on tonight. Hello? What happened? Erica? You think? Mm-hmm. You hear all the noise unless she got you on mute. <laughs> Stop. Well, I'm going to let you call back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, you I'm going to 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 In the name of Jesus, we thank you, everybody, for tuning in to ELR Prophet. Amen. For future references, amen. For those who want to close in on tonight, amen, on ELR Prophetic Share, please call us at 636-422-0344, 636-422-0344. Zero three four four on tonight, Amen. Hallelujah on tonight, Amen. Announcements as follows: On Tuesday nights is in God's Word at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, eight p.m. Central Standard Time, Amen. On Thursday night, a mantle of prayer, nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, eight p.m. Central Standard Time, and on Sunday night, explosion is at nine p.m. Eastern Standard Time, seven thirty. Easter Standard Time. 
Central Standard Time on today. For additional information, feel free to contact us at 1636-422-0344. 1636-422-0344 on today. Amen. On today. So we just thank God for what, what's getting ready to take place on today. Amen. We're going to send out a prayer request. All right, we're going to have um, Joshua go ahead and read us a scripture on tonight. And then we're going to go ahead and go into the prayer on tonight. Psalms 91. The one who lives under the protection of the Most High dwells in the shadows of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, he himself will deliver you from the hunter's net, from the destructive plague. He will cover you with his feathers. You will take refuge under his wings. His faithfulness will be a protective shield. You're you're not you're not fear the terror of night night of the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that ravages at noon. Though a thousand fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the pestilence will not reach you. You will only see it with your eyes. And witness the punishment of the wicked, because you have made the Lord my refuge, the Most High your dwelling place. No harm will come to you, no plague will come near your tent. For he will give his angels orders concerning you to protect you in all your ways. They will support you with their hands so that that you will not strike your foot against a stone. You will thread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the young lion and the serpent. Because he is lovingly devoted to me, I will deliver him. I will exalt him because he knows my name. When he calls out to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and give him my honor. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. Thank you, guys. Psalms 91. Amen, amen on tonight, amen. Amen on tonight, amen. We thank everybody for tuning in on Sunday Night Explosion on tonight. Amen. For those who are tuning in, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in to ER Prophetic Shift. Amen. We had a couple of calls that had to drop because of a sound. So, amen. Just please forgive us on tonight. Amen. As we get ready to to go into worship. So, we're going to worship. Before we go into worship, we're going to go into prayer on tonight. Amen. We ask everybody to clear their minds and their hearts. Amen. As we go into a word of prayer on tonight. Precious Heavenly Father, we come before your presence right now. Father, we thank you on today. Amen. That we find out Aunt Robert just gives you the time and the need on tonight. Father, I block, we block out every single distraction, everything that would cause, amen, for the message not to go through on tonight. Father, as you, oh, as we begin to decrease, oh God, that you begin to increase your strength in us on tonight. And, Father, we thank you, O oh God, for what you're getting ready to do and how you're getting ready to do on tonight. Thank you, O oh God, for allowing us to, to be able the opportunity to keep this going in spite of amen and people constantly tuning in. And we thank you, O oh God, on tonight. And, Father, begin to strengthen us in many areas, O oh God, that we are weak. And, Father, O oh God, as tonight, O oh God, as we've been through, O oh God, clear anything of our minds that we'll be able to focus on tonight and be able to stay in your word on tonight in the form of worship. And we thank you, O oh God, for that opportunity on tonight that you're able to exert in us beyond 
And we thank you for your many blessings and your miracles, oh, God, that is taking forth. And we thank you, oh, God, for this opportunity, oh, God, that you begin to strengthen us in every area on tonight. And, Father, we thank you, oh, God, that even the areas that I am not feeling my best, oh, God, but I know that I have your stripes that declare my healing. In Jesus' name, we thank you. And we thank you on tonight, amen, for allowing us just to be in your presence on tonight. Amen. Many churches are closing down on tonight, and we're receiving many phone calls. They're closing down uh, due to this situation, amen. But on tonight, amen, choose this day who you will serve, amen. And he's given us this opportunity on tonight. So we thank God that he is uh, allowing us just to just to be here in your presence on tonight. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for y'all. Prophetic ship, God bless you. Uh, on tonight, amen. And we just thank God for what you are getting ready to do on tonight. Okay. All right. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, oh God. We thank you for your strength on tonight. So we just thank God for everybody turning in, tuning in on tonight. Amen on tonight. Just bear with us one second as we get ready on to do this tonight. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul. Rejoice, take joy, my King. In what you will, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, oh my soul, rejoice, say joy, my King, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. Thank you, God. We exalt thee, we exalt thee, we exalt thee, oh Lord, thank you Jesus, we exalt thee. We exalt Thee, we oh Lord, I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice. To worship you, oh 
help my soul rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. And let it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ears. We adore We adore We adore Oh, Lord, we exalt Thee, we exalt Thee, and we exalt Thee, oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen on tonight. Amen. As we get ready to turn into the word of God. Amen on I, I got pray that God begin to strengthen me right now. Any type of thing, Lord, I thank you, oh God, on today. Amen. I just thank you, oh God, for the opportunity. So everybody tuning in on tonight, the ELR prophetic shift on tonight. And we pray that God begin, amen, to enlighten us on tonight. Amen. Just bear with me as we Get ready to turn into Book of Joshua. Amen. On tonight, Book of Joshua, chapter 24. On tonight, chapter 24. On tonight, Amen. Just bear with me as I begin to pull my notes up. Amen. Just bear with me one second. Amen. Just bear with me. Amen. Him in the house. I don't know what's going on tonight. Really don't. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Joshua 24, chapter 24. Amen. If you could turn to chapter 24, and we can read tonight. Yeah, Joshua 24. And you're going to read, we're going to do verse 14. Amen. On tonight. 14 and 15. Let me see. Make sure that's the right one. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in uncertainty and truth in truth and put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the floor blood and Egypt and you and serve yet the Lord 
Amen, precious Heavenly Father, we come before your presence on tonight. And as I begin to decrease, amen, the Holy Spirit begin to decrease and decrease in a natural sense. And we thank God on tonight, amen. Uh, just bear with me one second. Amen, give me some water. Come grab me some water. Amen, on tonight. Amen, as I get, get ready to go into the scriptures on tonight. Amen, everybody begin to take this together. Take your notes. Amen, on tonight. Amen, I'm going to have to go another direction because where I was going, amen, I got to shift another direction on tonight. Amen. Amen on that. For additional information in reference to ELI prophetic shift, amen, feel free to call us, send a prayer request to 1-636-422-0344 on tonight, 636 Four two two zero three four four on tonight. Amen. Amen on tonight. Thank you. Amen. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and turn in on tonight. Just bear with me. Just bear with me one second. Everything is going kind of slow. This is not cutting it. Amen. Amen. On today, amen. Uh, in the book of, of Joshua 24, amen, talks about, amen, as they begin to walk and uh, dealing with, uh, when we refer to the word God, the word God, his name God is Jehovah. His also name means Yahweh. Amen. Yahweh means that he is way. His also his name means Yeshua. Yeshua also means God. Amen. Me. He is the way. Amen. And on tonight, amen, if I would go into uh, a small topic on tonight, amen, choose this day. Choose this day who you will serve. Amen. And as we begin to uh, talk about just a couple of things um, based on my notes, amen, um, I pray to everybody be able to take notes on tonight. I'm trying to have my platform open on tonight. And as we begin to talk to Amen. On uh, Go down further, amen, if you could read 24 and 29, Joshua 24 and 29 as well, and then we'll get, get ready to go into it. Joshua 24 and 29 
And the people said unto Joshua, The Lord our God will we serve, Amen. and his voice will be obeyed. And it came to pass after these things, that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died being a hundred, hundred and, and ten-year-olds. Amen. All right, as we get begin to turn into the Word of God, it says, and the, the 24th verse talks about when Joshua, amen, was the son of Nun. Amen, Joshua, or Yeshua with the son of Nun, and this is during the time that Moses had ascended off. Amen. He's already ascended off um, in the book of Joshua, chapter 5. Amen. And drop the chapter 5. And he said in chapter 5, it says, in 5 and 1, it says to be strong and good courage. Amen. He wants us to be in strong and in good courage. But what we're talking about on tonight, amen, on tonight, Amen. It's uh, basically we're, we're coming to a situation right now where the uh, house of God, the house of God is, uh, um, has taken a plight, meaning that the church itself uh, are shutting down the churches because of a specific fear factor. There's a specific fear factor, amen, that took place in there, and that fear factor is the corona virus. But God, and the word it says is to choose this day who we will serve. Choose this day who we will serve. Amen. And it says in the 29th, it says, it came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant, has died. Amen. So we already know that at that time, Moses had just had passed away previous in the previous chapters. And, and that was 10 or 30 years. So obviously that was 40 years, 40 years, right? Forty years after after the the, uh, the situation when they were in the book of Exodus, they were in the wilderness. This was forty years after after uh, Moses has passed. Amen. Moses had passed, and during that time that Joshua was on this assignment, and he was on an assignment to get the people to the Jordan River. He that was his goal was to get them to the Jordan River. So he had to prepare all the way from. Chapter five to chapter chapter always to chapter thirty-seven, Amen. To prepare them to get to the Jordan River, Amen. And, and as we begin to talk about this, Amen. We see that um, we already said that two powerful things, two powerful things that came out of this. Two things came out of it. It's two things. It was Joshua's commitment, Yeshua's commitment, and it was also his concern. His man because. Joshua had lived a long time, and he did a, he he did what he's supposed to do. He um, every battle that he came upon, he was able to trample every enemy or any military strategic. After those forty years, 
he was able to go in and take take over and take in. But it got to a certain point that when, at one point, he had got too arrogant of himself. Joshua at one time got arrogant of himself. And when he got arrogant of himself, um, he said, you know, I'm going to go in, I'm going to attack this, I'm going to attack this army, and when I attack this army, we're going to be victorious. But when he went in, God had to show him a thing or two. He said because of the fact that he, he got a little, little arrogant, a little sidetracked, he went in and set an ambush on Joshua. He sent an ambush, and when he sent that, that ambush, it grabbed people's attention. So when today, amen, as, as we talk about him uh, uh, grabbing attention, this is what, in this time right now, that God is grabbing our attention. He is grabbing our attention on this, and he's saying, choose this day who you will save. Are you serving in the temple? Are you going to continue to serve him in the temple, or are you part of the devil's synagogue? Who are you? Where are you? Which direction? Which Direction are you going to go? Choose this day who you will serve. Uh, because after he had led them out of into Jordan River, passed them over to the Jordan River, the thing has already closed. And when it ganash, and when they went to ganash, things begin to transpire and things begin to take place. And when things begin to transpire and things begin to take place, there were some things that the people of God Amen. It is a light got a little comfortable. Amen. They got a little comfortable. And when they got a little comfortable in their situation, this is where uh, God allowed the enemy to take the ambush, allowed the ambush to take place because there were so many battles that Joshua had to win. He had to win. He put them, he said being strong of charge, but he didn't tell you, I didn't tell you to get off track. And at some point, he decided to get off track. Amen. And his major concern was, amen, the key was, the major major factor was the fear factor. There was a fear factor here that existed. And the fear factor is, um, am I willing to make up my mind to serve God in spite of what everything is going here? Am I willing to choose the right direction where I need, where I need to go? Is it worth something that I need to place together or put something in a, in a proper perspective where things need to go. Where am I going? Am I going to choose? Am I choosing to be in the temple of God, which is the temple of the Holy Spirit, or am I choosing to, to be in the temple of the devil? What temple I, I'm, I'm going to do? Choose this day what you're going to serve. Now, listen here. We are in the year and we are in the grace, the dispensation of grace. And just because we are in a dispensation. Grace does not give us by any means to choose what we can, what we want to do or when we want to do it. In the dispensation of grace, the only thing that's keeping the wrath from him is his grace. In the in this dispensation, this is the time of the year of forgiveness. In the dispensation, this is the time of peace. In the dispensation, even though right now in the past six months it's been a war. It's been a chemical warfare that has transpired in the atmosphere, and it's been going on for the past six to eight months. Amen. So now what happened is that uh, the viruses are popping up and people being diagnosed and people are dying off because of this and that. There was a case that was even in recent in Georgia, amen, that a, a, a preacher died, amen, because he was, he was uh, diagnosed with the coronavirus. Amen. He was diagnosed because of the fact that he had asthma, and on the top of that, he had an upper respiratory problem. 
stemmed into uh, to pneumonia, and then he was diagnosed with it. And then and then the next day, he ended up, he ended up dying. So what it is, he's trying to tell us, do you hear me? Do you hear? Choose this day who you will serve. Just like Amen in the book of Daniel, when it talks in the book of Daniel, it talks about the writing on the wall. Do y'all remember the time that because Pharaoh didn't, Nick King Nebuchadnezzar didn't know the direction where he was going in the book of, in the book of Daniel. He didn't know where he was going. So the person that he had to choose, he had to choose Daniel. Daniel was, uh, they was considered an Old Testament prophet. And Daniel was a, a seer. Amen. He was a seer. Amen. And what he tried to do, there was a specific thing. There was a specific interpretation on the wall. Amen. There was a, something on the wall that no one wasn't able to understand. And Daniel was the only one, only one to break down that wall. He was the only one to actually break down what it says. And once he began to release that word and once he began to release what was written on the wall, as he began to write to see, tell them exactly what was written on the wall. He had musicians. He had soothsayers. He had people that did witchcraft. He had people that were psychics to try to interpret it, and no one could interpret. The king even tried to draw, get the magistrate, and no one couldn't interpretate what was going on that wall. Now, in the midst of the wall, why Moses, why uh, Daniel was interpreting the wall, there was a hand that brushed across the wall. And as it began to write on the wall, people's eyes began to open up. That's a fear factor. And this is what's happening today, our fear factor. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day who you will serve. He said, as for me and my house, he said, we will serve the Lord. And that's what he said. I remember when, even with Samuel, when Samuel was seven years old, and I remember Elias, amen, Elias and Samuel, he was raising Samuel. That was, uh, that was um, her, Leah's son. So what they did was, in the, um, for seven to eight years old, he was in the temple with Elias. He was in the temple with Elias during that time. He said, choose this day who you will serve. Amen. And in the midst of that, because that was another uh, problem that they had, Elias was up in age, and he had two older uh, sons that were priests, two older sons that were priests. And because they were doing all the havoc in the temple, because Elias has gotten so comfortable and gotten so old, it took a seven-year-old to speak into him and said that God said he was going to cause the judgment because they're doing stuff that is, that's not right in the temple. And I'm trying to share it with you, but because you figure I am seven years old, you don't want to hear what I'm saying. So this is what God was saying to me as he said. So not just you suffer the repercussions, but your ancestors before you, your ancestors after you is going to suffer the percussion. Choose this day who you will serve. Amen. That that's another another example. Amen. So there are many examples that you could probably show show in the word. Choose this day who you will serve. And, and many people have to know when during that time Joshua was such of a man or Yeshua. He was such a man that was uh, full of wisdom. He was full of courage, full of obedience, full of reverence. But at the same time. He had an arrogant side to him, and Joshua had an arrogant side because Joshua had got so comfortable. He said, it's like no matter what I do, God's going to be on my side. No matter what I, I project, God is going to be on my side. Now, in the midst of that, amen, in the midst of that, um, in Ephraim, there was a, a part that was on the north side of Ganesh, amen, 
And even in the old age, Joshua began to serve, amen, until his death. Amen. He began to serve until his death. But at the same time, in the midst of that, that they had a Lodabar experience. And what I mean a Lodabar experience, it got to the point that things start to get slow and things start to get out of control um, in, in the midst that uh, Joshua was leading these people. And this was even 40 years after Moses had died. Okay. So Joshua had to take on this big, huge mantle. He had to take on the, the mantle of a prophet. Uh, Moses was a prophet and he took that huge mantle on to carry, amen, the people, amen, God's children from one place to another. And Joshua was the only one that was able to take them to the promised land. Moses was not able to do that. Amen. And then that's why he took them home. So what happened, he raised up a leader. He raised up a leader uh, such as Joshua because he took on a mantle. And when he took that mantle on, he took that mantle on, God began to move. And, and, and people were, like I said, once again, they said in, in 24 that they, they actually started getting out of control. And when they got out of control, Joshua had to bring them back to realization. He said, look here, choose this thing. Who you going to serve? Choose this thing. Are you going to go another direction? Are you going to stay here? Are you going to go to the other area where God told you not to? Did I put you and get you to the point that you are here in your inheritance, but yet because other places have better areas or richer this or more that, more money, more lavish things, you rather go there, but God has sent you an inheritance right here, but then yet you want to take advantage of it? So choose this day who you will serve. Amen. Choose this day. Amen. Who you will serve. Amen. And if you read Joshua 23 and 2, Joshua 23 and 2 says, And Joshua uh, called out Israel, the elders, the head for the judges, the officers, and he said, I am old and stricken with age. So this is during the time when, uh, after the 40 years, so you can imagine that Joshua had to been like up to 80-something years old. He had to been at least plus 80-plus years old because now he says, um, I am stricken with age. Amen. So to let you know that Joshua was getting tired right now. And I'm, I'm getting tired. I don't think I'm fit to... To, to, to run this um, in the military. I don't think I'm fit to, to handle this load anymore, amen. And, and what I'm going to get ready to do is, amen, I fought for these people to the point that they got that inheritance, and I turned around and I divided the stuff among the tribes. I divided all the inheritance among the tribes, and all because, amen, they crossed from Jordan, all because they crossed from Jordan. And then he said, now, what 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 happens because like I said they got comfortable again, they got comfortable again after they had crossed it over the Jordan River and, and you know and God had to get with them and say look here, let me tell you something I fought for you to get this inheritance and for you to act like y'all acting like a bunch of fools I'm gonna cut it off, I'm gonna cut it off, amen and it said the Lord shall expel you before you and drive them out of your sight, and you shall take possession of the land. Now, he told him he'll give them the possession of the land, but the only way he's going to do that, they're going to have to be obedient. The only way that be, he'll be able to drive those folks, but if you are disobedient, I will not I will not drive them out of, out of the land of Canaan. I will not 
drive them out of the land of Canaan. I will not drive them out. And when I'm not driving them that out the land of of, of Canaan, I'm not. I'm at Canaan and Gatash. I am not driving them out because the fact that you are not taking heed to what I am saying. You're not taking heed to what I gave you specific instructions. Amen. For you to do. Amen. And he said, and the Lord from Jordan and all the nations that will be cut off. That means everybody that crossed over the Jordan River. All right. Everybody that crossed over, he said, I'm going to cut them off. And the only reason why he's going to cut them off, once again, because, like I said, they're not listening. They're not taking heed or nothing. And, and, they, and, and, and like I said, Joshua, at the time, he would try to say something to them. And that they're not even, not, that, not even them not taking heed anymore. Amen. Because of the fact that um, he was up in age. So what he's saying is like, even though I'm up in age and everything, you should take heed to what I'm saying because the same God that I served back then is the same God that I serve now. The same God that I served it back in, in the day is the same God I serve now. The same God he said up to up in the past is the same God right now. Um, like that song, same God, same God. He said same God. He is the same God from yesterday, today, back in the day. Right now, the now God, he is the only God, the only true living God, the Elohim. Elohim, amen, means he is the greater almighty. He's the all-knowing. He's the all-seeing. He is omnipresent. He is all, all that and then some. Amen. And he says, now, even in the midst of that, that Joshua was in his old age, he told him uh, once again to be encouraged. I want you to be encouraged. And just... All I want you to do is take heed to what in the book of Moses. Remember, the first book of Moses is called the Pentateuch, the first, which means they, they call it the book of law. Amen. So the, the first five books of Moses is the ones that, that Moses had wrote, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Everything up to Deuteronomy, Moses wrote it all by himself. And what happened, it was transcribed by Luke in the Bible, Luke was the physician. He was the only one that knew how to read and write. Luke was the one that was able to transcribe all that into the first five books of the Bible. It's also called the Pentateuch, mean Penta means five. So it's the book of law. He said, do not allow the law of Moses to escape from your mouth. It's the law of Moses, the law of Moses. And this is what God said, the law of Moses so that lets you know that Moses really walked close with God. He really walked close with God. Matter of fact, he is the only one that actually had the closest out of all of all the characters in the Bible. He was the only one that had a closer relationship with him out of everybody else. You know why? Because when he went on Mount Table and he went on Mount Table and had and Mount Tom and he had that conversation, his, his the gleam was so strong that Moses couldn't even look at God. He can hear him. But he couldn't look. But when he came down off that mountain, that's when his hair got white and the complexion had changed, had gotten darker because it was so strong. So that lets you know that's where the Ark of the Covenant comes in. That Ark of the Covenant is the same power that that blemish from that bush is the same power that's in the Ark of the Covenant. All right? So he was the only one, actually, out of all the prophets, that had a true relationship from God. I mean, because he actually seen God himself face to face. And if he if 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 it was if he would have got any closer, he probably would not survive. That's why the Ark of the Covenant. If you notice in the Ark of the Covenant, you couldn't walk 
20,000 cubic feet behind it. If you was not consecrated, and if Moses was not consecrated, he would have never been able to make it off that mountain. Amen. He would never be able to make it off that mountain. So, amen. He said, do not allow. And he said, turn ye aside and from the right hand nor the left. So don't worry about what's getting ready to happen on the left. Don't happen to worry about what's going to happen on the right. I got you. But all you got to do is you got to, I know, in your old age, even in your old age, you know, sometimes people do get it, get it out of control because they have gotten so comfortable with you. Amen. And a lot of times when people get too comfortable, you know, you up in, up in age because they know you so well, they kind of got out of the way of what originally why they came. Amen. And a lot of times they said, be therefore courageous and keep them what is written in the book of law, and he said, turn not to the left or to the right. Amen. Now, my Darby, the Darby um, says from this one on the 23rd, the 23rd and the second verse, here in the Darby, the Darby says, amen, there we go. The Darby, it says, Joshua called the elders and the heads and everybody. He said, I became old, I advanced with age. And you have seen everything that God has done for the nation. God is, he said, Jehovah is God. And he has fought for you. So he's telling them, he's having a conversation with them that, you know, in the midst of this, I had a, I, 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 I did everything. I bend over backwards. Um, I, you have to understand, I've witnessed when Moses had to go through the transpire through those 10 plagues. I was there. You know, I was there. I was there the whole time. I was in the in the background. You notice they never mentioned Joshua in the first five books of Moses. Not one time until this book. Okay? All right. After Moses died, that was in Joshua. Ask Joshua, the first the uh, first five books of Joshua. And I think the second chapter, that's when they said that he had died. All right. So that lets you know that even though that Joshua was just waiting in the midst of it, he was just waiting. He was just in the midst of it. He didn't even realize that he was being trained. He didn't realize that he was being equipped. He didn't realize that he had to handle all this stuff that after uh, Moses had died, he didn't know that he had to accept that even though that uh, Moses had trained him because he was over the military. Now, Joshua was over the military, but he didn't expect to take the whole thing as far as not just the military, but he had to take care of the people itself, all right? He had to take care of them, and then he had to take care and say, you know, I fought, but, you know, God has fought on your behalf, and then yet y'all cutting up. Um, matter of fact, he even gave y'all, after we had crossed the Jordan River, I have given y'all the inheritance and the nations. And he said, Behold, that I will divide the inheritance according to the tribe, which means that the tribe that the first three fighting tribes, right, is called, they call the men of war out of the 12 tribes. All right. And that was Judah, half a tribe of Manasseh. All right. And the other one, the other one was Gideon. That, that was the three major tribes, half a tribe of Manasseh. And it was Judah, Gideon, that was the other half, because Judah and Gideon were split. And then it was 
uh, Abba Shammah, that's right, yeah, Judea spent there in July, July. And then also Judah, Judea. So they were split, all right? So these three, because they were the fighting the men of war, the, the strongest tribes, because they were the ones that actually uh, was behind Joshua the whole time. And then after that, it was the the, the Levitic, the Levites. That was that fourth tribe. That fourth tribe was the Levites. Um, so in the midst of the assignment of going across the Jordan River. So I have fought for you. I had your back. And in the midst of this, amen, y'all have gotten so comfortable because now Joshua's up in age. Now God is saying, I'm Joshua's up in age. And now what y'all doing right now is trying to take advantage of them. Amen. So I'm, I'm, I'm letting you know that if you don't get it together, I'm going to take every single possession that's in your sight. Everything that I, that I allowed Joshua to divide among, between y'all, it's going, I'm going to go ahead and take it back. And basically, I'm going to show you better I can tell you. Amen. So, like I said, at this time, Joshua at the time was very concerned. He was, uh, very distraught in the midst of the way the people were acting and in the midst of that. And this was what it took place. Amen. It took place. Amen. So we have to understand that when you're dealing with that, that particular question or that particular thing, amen, like I said, because of his age, amen, he started to uh, lack self-confidence in the midst of that. That's the same thing what happened to Elias. Elias lacked self-confidence, amen, because he was up in age and he figured that he, you know, he figured that his two, his two sons that's, that's supposed to be priests, that's supposed to be running the temple, they were running the temple properly, but no, it wasn't because God showed up and showed out when he spoke it to Solomon, uh, Solomon when he was seven years old, all right, seven years old in the, in the temple, in the temple. Choose this God, choose this day, and choose which God, not which God. Only God. You got a small God and you got the big God. The biggest God is the capital G-O-D. Amen. He's the God of everything. But the lowercase God, we already know, is the lower God. The angels, the third of angels was considered as the lower God. Amen. Then it talks about, amen, if you go down in the, uh, further down in the 24th verse. Amen. In the 24th verse. And as the, yeah, 24th. In the 24th verse, just bear with me one second, guys. Let me try to run. All this light. Amen. All right. All right, bear with me, guys. Bear with me. Let me see this. Everything is like that. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right, amen, amen, all right, there it is, amen, all right, and as we go, it, it talks about um, Canaan, remember I told you about Canaan, Canaan was one of the um, enemy camps, Canaan was one of the enemy camps, all right, and Canaan, because they wanted to live in Canaan as opposed to Ganesh, all right, which is, they said, 15 kilometers from 
from the Jordan River. All right. He said that I would drive, that I would not drive them out. Because now what happened is they had built a relationship with Canaan. Canaanites. They had built a relationship with the Canaanites. And what was the Canaanites? There were many things that God had opposed dealing with the Canaanites. And the Canaanites, they were men dating men, women dating women. Um, um, they were uh, bestiality that was taking place in, in Canaan, all right? All these things, they were worshiping out of God in Canaan. What happened is the children of Israel had developed a relationship with the Canaanites, and God them told them specifically not to develop a relationship with them. And if you remember, um, what Rachel had two kids. It was uh, Jacob and Esau. And Jacob and Esau, um, at the same time, Jacob was the one that wrestled with the angel. He was the one that wrestled with the angel. But they said Esau was the one with the beard, had a beard and stuff. And what he tried to do, he wanted to obtain the inheritance of his father. All right? He wanted to obtain the inheritance of his father. And this has all happened with connection to Canaan. And God saw this. God saw this. He said that when Jacob and, uh, Jacob had uh, these children, okay, which was um, the second wife, right? The second wife, which is Rachel. And that was Esau. And he had those kids. One of the children, Esau, Esau was the one that was the first child, okay? Jacob was the second child, all right? The second child actually gained favor from God because when he submitted his offering to God, it was authentic. But when Esau sent presented to God, it was not authentic, and it angered Esau. So what he did, because once again, another prime example, his father was up in age. Their father was up in age. Matter of fact, the father was blind. And he said to he said to them, he says, do you know which child, who am I? And what he did was he put on certain clothes because he knew that he was, he wanted the birthright. He says that he felt that Jacob should not have that birthright. I should have that birthright because I am the eldest son. Because the eldest son is the oldest child supposed to have the birthright of everything. But because he did not have favor with God, God gave it to Jacob. So what happened, he wanted to steal that birthright. Choose this day who you will serve. He wanted to steal the birthright. So what he did, his father was up in age. And his father was blind, and his father started touching all over him. He's like, is this Jacob? Is this Jacob? And Esau, yes, it is. It's Jacob. He said, you feel kind of funny. You can find what's going on. You got some extra hair going on. Because remember, Jacob was very, very hairy. So he put this hair animal suit on, okay, on top of his clothes, and of course, he had a, a beard already, a beard already. But something distinguished Jacob from Esau. Jacob was a little bit more um, 
educated, less of a roughneck. Esau was a straight roughneck, meaning that he was rough around the edges. They said that he was kind of aggressive. They said that, um, so what happened was he gave, he said, Father, it's me, it's me. I'm, I'm Jacob, I'm Jacob. I'm coming to get my birthright. I'm coming to get my birthright. He said, okay, well, this is Jacob. Prove it. And he did something that his brother does. And what happened, guess what? He stole the birthright right from under Jacob's nose. That's the reason why the God did not allow them and the Canaanites to get along. All right? The Canaanites. All right? So because this is what he said when Joshua, and, and, and he was telling them, he said, listen, I'm going to, because they don't want to listen to me, and now they had the Israelites have developed a relationship with the Canaanites, guess what? I'm not going to drive them out. But if they break the relationship, I'll drive them out. All right? I will drive out and the nations, amen. 23 and 9 says, the Lord have driven out them before you in the great nation strong. But as for you, the man is able to stand before you on this day. One man of you shall chase a thousand. For the Lord your God, he fights for you. He already said, okay, you have a lot of people coming up. So now Canaan and now the Israelites. Israelites are now going into war. They're going into war right now. So they're into war, and they are the descendants of Jacob and Esau. All right? Jacob is Israel. He is the tribe of Israel. Esau is the Edomites, and they call them the Canaanites, came out of that. So you have multiple tribes have broken out. It's like a war. Okay, so in this case, right now, we have a war going on. We have China going into war. You got the Indonesian going into war. You got Palestinians going into war. You have the United States going into war. You have Italy. Uh-huh. They're going into war. All because what has taken place. So what happened is there is a chemical warfare. What do you think happened in those consecration camps? You know what they did? They put a virus in the consecration camps back in those days. And you know those people started dying off? And all it was, it was a, and what they did, they put them in the consecrate base and covered them up and sprayed the gas. When they sprayed the gas, everybody had on their face masks. They sprayed the gas on all of these immigrants and killed them dead. So the same thing that happened back then in the consecration camp, what do you think is happening now? It's happening right now. Choose this day whom you will serve. Choose this day who you will serve. Are you serving in the temple of God or are you serving the devil? Choose this day who you will serve. So the, 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 the Canaanites, just like the Canaanites did not, have a relationship. There was another one too. The Moabites. The Moabites. That was another another tribe that came out of Esau. Ascended a descendant of Esau. So you have all these tribes, Jacob, and you got Esau. Jacob mean name mean Israel. And then you got Esau really 
is an Edomite. Came from directly from Edom. All right, you have these tribes. Do you think there's the same tribe today? Yes, it is. Israel right now, instead of us fighting for Israel, we're fighting against Israel. And God is not pleased with that because we're fighting against Israel. That's the tribe of Jacob. We are tribe of Jacob. We're the tribe. We are the seed of Abraham. We are the seed of Christ. We are the seed of Jesse. We are the seed of David. We come from the Masonic. We come from that. So now, amen, Joshua at this, at this time now, he's up in age now, and he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm tired, I'm done, and, and now I'm dealing with this now. And then that's when the situation, when the children of Israel, um, the only reason why that God allowed them to live in that land, in, in Ganesh, and allowed them to live in the Jordan was because of what? His grace. Right? And all because they were connected to Abraham. All right? And because they were connected to Abraham, all right, that's what you call it the Abrahamic covenant. We have an Abrahamic covenant with God because that's where the first covenant actually came from. All right? So here's the grace. He's talking about his grace. He's talking about right now. So now we're, what the, the issue is now, okay, we have all these churches shutting down for a, a, a temper, a short period of time. We have, uh, because of what's transpired, you have not even the churches. You have the government jobs shutting down. Some of them shut down. The city jobs, some of them shut down. The county jobs, the ones that we work for, they're shutting down. The schools shut down, okay? Now they're getting ready to shut down some hospitals and merge two or three hospitals together because of the fact of um, the virus had spread abroad, okay? They have spread abroad. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day who you will serve. Ah, hallelujah. Amen. And he says, the fear of the Lord, he says, serve him. He says, serve him in sincerity. We want to serve him in sincerity. So then this time he's given us the opportunity. He said, what are we going to do? Are we going to run in chaos and act like the fear factor in the book of Daniel and act crazy like we don't know what's going on? Or are we going to stand our ground? Are we going to stand and fight? He said, because if God has fought for us back then, God is fighting for us right now. He's actually working right now behind the lines. Some of us may not be able to see it right now, but he is working behind the lines right now, you know. And he's giving people right now to wake up, basically wake up and smell the coffee. Choose this day who you will serve. Choose this day who you're going to line up. Choose which team are you going to be on. Are you going to be Are you going to be on the offense or are you going to be on the defense? Which team are you going to be on? Tell me which team. Are you going to be on the opposing team? Which team are you going to be on? Which assignment are you going to uphold? What are you going to do? Choose this day who you will serve. Amen. Choose this day who you will serve. Amen. Any comments on tonight? Any comments on tonight? Amen. Any comments? Anyone want to make a comment on tonight? Amen. Feel free. Amen. To make a comment on tonight. Hallelujah.
Amen. Sophie, you want to make a comment? Do you need to make a comment? you have anything to say? Amen. Truth is say. Amen. I'm going to go over one more verse. Amen. One more. Amen. And I won't be in your way. Amen. We just try to do this right here. Amen. On today. Amen. All right. One more verse on today. Amen. We're going to go into, just bear with me one second. I think it's numbers. I believe it's numbers. It's numbers. All right. This is a good my notes. No, actually, let's go into Judges 2 and 7, and I think that's the last one. Judges 2 and 7. 2 and 7. You got it? 2 and 7. That is... Amen. All right. And the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders that outlived Joshua, who has seen all the great works of the Lord that he did, that he did for Israel. All right. Read um, also verse 10. And also all the generations were gathered unto the feathers, mm-hmm. and those arose another generation after them, mm-hmm. which knew not the Lord, mm-hmm. nor yet the mm-hmm. Lord works, works which he has done for Israel. All right. So it tells you right there, after all that transpired, all the people that, that, that during the time when, the ring, when Joshua was carrying the mantle, and, and during that time that he was in in uh in position, they served him until they unserved him until the died to his death. Now, what happened when the new generation came up? Guess what happened? Everything had to start all over again. Everything had to start all over again, and that was a challenge because, uh, like I said, who would be the next person to carry on that mantle? Who would be the, the, be the one that carried that responsibility? Because that's a big responsibility, all right? That that generation, so that particular generation had no knowledge of God. That particular uh, generation, they had no knowledge of the word. They had they uh they don't even didn't even have the history of what transpired or what took place. And then they had no type of no type of relationship with God. So imagine it's like starting all over again. All right, starting all over. He said the entire generation. That means everybody that followed under Joshua died. All the elders, all the leaders, all of that. So guess what? They had nobody to lead them anymore. You know, and and, and so here it is. He had to this. He had to go all over again. And what happened again? This particular generation, even though they were the children of Israel, they because they didn't know God, what happened? They did evil in God's sight. 
And then they even got, now this particular generation, they start worshiping Baal, B-A-L-L, yeah, Baal, B-A-A-L, okay? That particular guy was um, actually Jezebel, Jezebel's father's name, okay? Jezebel's father's name, his name was Baal. So they started worshiping Baal. So that means this is where the contemporary prophets came in. Elijah, Elisha, Isaiah, okay, um, A, um, Amos, all of those, 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 uh, contempt, they say, con, uh, they call them contemporary prophets because, or they use the word, uh, the new, the new age prophets, the new, the new testament prophets. They use that because, remember, Isaiah was in the old testament. But with Amos, though, but Amos was in, in the uh, in the New Testament. So what happened is uh, that that then the prophet uh, was a little bit more rough and a little bit aggressive as opposed to the prophets that were in the New Testament. Okay, but they both they are they both have the greater responsibility, the great responsibility. Amen. So the the generation itself. They did evil in God's sight, and they started worshiping the God, the, the bow gods again. Okay, they started doing the cattle thing again, and and what happened is, um, it said the God of their parents who had led them out of Egypt, they took up with the other gods and the gods peoples around them, and they said that actually they worshipped them, and and how they angered God when they worshipped the bow. And they also, um, Astarte or Astra. Now, if you heard the word Astra, sometimes you hear me say Astra. Astra is one of those demonic forces that operates in the atmosphere. And this is what's happening right now. Can you imagine these spirits taking their hands and operating on the planet Earth, on top of planet Earth? But not even that. How about the galaxy? They're operating the third heavens, which we're talking about Earth right now. So these these uh, Astroff and Napoleon are the spirits that operate. And and what happened? This is the reason why the the chemical war is taking place because in the spirit realm there was already a war going on in the spirit realm. It didn't manifest until six months ago. So. Because, like I said, if you don't have an understanding of what's going on, it makes it makes things very uh, difficult. So, because they started worshiping the new generation of the Israelites, remember everybody died out. All the old, all the tribes of, of Israel died out. We got a new set of people, new set of kids, new set of generation because they didn't have a relationship with God. It angered God, and the reason why he angered God, he said, because. Y'all came out of the generation that just passed that loved me. And now y'all act like y'all don't know me. So now I'm really pissed. So who are you going to serve? Are you going to serve me? Or are you going to serve Satan? What you going to do? What are you going to do? All right? So he handed them off to the plunders and stripped them and sold them into cheap. And what happened is, God allowed everything and then some to happen to them. They bamboozled them. They surrounded them. They drive them out of their own land and drove them into another land where there was no 
provision where there was no manna, where there was no food, where there was no inheritance. What happened drove them right back into the wilderness. God had to drive them back in there because of the fact that, well, this is your generation. And that's what they said, the generational curse. This, that was a generational curse. The curse was never broken. The curse was never broken. So here it is, um, Esau, one of them, and all these children came out of that, that particular tribe. was a whole set of them, Jebusites, the Hittites, the Canaanites. The Mobites, all them, came, all the, all these, all these tribes. You probably like, what is it? What are they talking about? These all that were dwelling in Solomon and Gomorrah at this time. So, he's saying to us today, guys, what direction are we going to do? He said, my steps are ordered by the Lord, but the only way it's going to be ordered by the Lord is we take those steps. But if we never take them steps, We'll never know what direction he's going to shift us. You never know what direction he's going to because if there's no relationship with him, you don't know what direction you're going on to. And so we give God glory on tonight. Amen. We give God glory on tonight. Um, on tonight. On Sunday night explosion on tonight. Amen. Please tune in on Tuesday night. Tuesday night, and it's God's word. Amen. At 9, everybody calling at 9. We'll be in like uh, 5 or 10 minutes before at 9 o'clock. Tune in, everybody tune in. And it'll just be for, for that hour. Amen. We'll have the direction of the Holy Ghost tend to lead us on that night, Thursday night. Amen. We also have Wednesday coming up. Um, and I'll give you our further announcements on that. We're not sure. It's kind of pending right now. But our regular nights is Tuesday night and Thursday night. Amen. And Sunday night. Amen. As we get ready to close out on tonight, may the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and we will buy and come evermore until we meet again. Be blessed. Amen. God bless you. Tune in on to, um, more on tonight, this week. For additional information of the link, please send your report. Amen to anchor.fm forward slash ELR prophetic shift support once again to connect with us amen and to view our, our website our website is anchor.fm forward slash ELR prophetic shift support and for those who want to tune in we are currently on nine platforms we are bumped up to nine platforms right now we are currently on Pandora we just moved into Pandora, so we give God glory on tonight. Amen. We just got an email. We got some talk Pandora, so amen. Late notice, but it's better late than better never. Amen. And for those who want to connect, send your prayer request, amen, to, uh, to us. It's one six three six four two two zero three four four. You can send a prayer request. You can send a text. You can send a message. Amen. And one of our, one of our staff, uh, podcast staff will definitely will pray with you, amen, give you counsel, whatever direction on today, amen. So we give God glory on tonight. God bless you and have a blessed night.